Welcome to the More Than Just Dumbbells podcast. I'm Jason Lindsay. I'm Kitty Druex. And we are delighted that you chose to listen to us today. Thanks for supporting. Whether that's in your car, your RV. Speaking of listening to us, so what? do you ever listen to our podcasts after they come out? So I do, but I, I, I do for, I want to make, I, I don't know, I feel like I should make it clear on why I do. Please do. Because, I, well, I, I guess, who cares? I don't care what people think, but I kind of have to. I think I sh- you should. It, we're only 50, 60 episodes in, and that might sound like a lot, but I think it takes a while. For sure. You know, I think we're going to be doing this for hopefully years, and I don't think we're going to be really good at it for years. It, that's how, when I say that, you know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't think any, I think like anything, you don't, you get better and better and better. And yes. when you look, so I, I like to listen to see, you know, what could be, what could be improved. I agree. I do the same thing. And I don't have a problem, thankfully. I'm not, I'm not a movie star. I never will be. But I like to think if I was, I could watch the movie. Okay. I would, I would, oh, okay. Because you've heard of those people that absolutely. can't watch. They can't themselves. watch their own. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'd be watching it going. That's so I, yeah, I I do the exact same thing to critique and to learn yeah. and you know what it, what does it sound like? But I listened to maybe like three three or so earlier on today the sex and sex and exercise and all that stuff sleep and exercise and I there were probably four or five times where I laughed out loud really at us. Oh. I think that we don't suck. Oh, okay. And well, I just wanted to say that. <laughs> you know, call me vain or not, but I I was laughing so, out loud. So I would listen to us if it wasn't us. Well, that's good to know. So, but here's here's what I'll say. And to if that. you think so, please review and yeah. let us know. Yeah. Well, here, here's what I'll say to that. I think maybe maybe we're just we have, we're that type of personality, and it's it's you un- laugh at ourselves. Well, no, it's unique enough that you get two people who I don't know. I just. So like I was Dave Swordlick, who we're gonna have on by the way. Yeah, the podcast guy. We're having him on as a guest in, in two Fantastic. weeks. Fantastic. He's I talked to him yesterday at length. He's he's a guy who helped us set up everything, yes. and gave us some advice, and sat in on the first couple three podcasts. I remember D- him. Didn't say anything, but he was there. And he was he was he he thinks it's awesome. He likes it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the uh, the theme music. Yeah. We we upped the game on the theme music. My husband was the producer of that. Yeah. So for anyone wondering about our cool theme music, so made it. so you like it a lot better than the original I stuff. Do. I do, which I won't take a ri- as a rip because it, I didn't. Well, that was Dave, but it was Dave based. He gave me three choices. Didn't I, you tell him Blink One Eighty Two? Well, he, or something like that. When he was asking me what kind of music I like, and I go and I and I remember the conversation to this degree. I'm like, I don't know, Dave. Everybody says eclectic, and I hate that. I don't. I you know I, I'll listen to John Denver. My gosh, you know Whoa. I listen I listen to Elton John a lot. But I said I really I like to jam out to m- late '90s music like Blink and and uh, Good Charlotte and that kind of stuff. Sure. So that's why I think we had that Good Charlotte. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a blast. Wow. Are you gonna play a Good Charlotte song tonight? No, no, not a bl- even close. A Blink song? Nope. Uh uh-uh. uh no. I am gonna play uh, Collective Soul. Oh boy. Yep. Boy, now I'm. I'm coming. gonna play the Gin Blossoms. Well, they're good. I'm gonna play "Cream" by Prince. You, well, you do "Hey Jealousy," right? Hey Jealousy, right? Yes. It, it's got one of the best lines ever that I used to use. And you Please wonder, do tell. you what wonder why I'm single. If you don't expect too much from me, you might not be let down. There it is. <laughs> All I really want is to be with you. <laughs> I was like, man, that that if you, if you're on Mash.com and that's your headline, you end up like me. But anyway, I digress. I digress. Mm. So we've got a pretty cool guest today. I, you know, we so we got a guest today, not the only time, but but I can't remember another time. I know there probably has been, who got to us just by emailing, must have listened to the podcast. Yeah, 
emailed, what email address did he use? Podcast at powerblock.com. And why did he use that email that address? Because What's, it goes right to us. Well, who's Powerblock? Powerblock is built different. Adjustable kettlebells, adjustable dumbbells, now apparel, yoga mats and stuff too. I mean, so power, doing the deal. So Powerblock has been around since 1993. And th- really? Think about think about this. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. You've been around since at least then, right? At least then. Yeah. So so the, here's how old I am. When Powerblock started, I was already out of high school. No, so they, they've been around since 93. Think about that. Before 93, there wasn't adjustable dumbbells. That is crazy. I mean... And there's tons now. And... But none are built like Powerblock. Well, no, they're, they're not. And I saw something where like a competitor... This is this is how low they've they've fallen. These some of these competitors they're trying, they're basically doing smear campaigns, a version of it, where they like they called Power Block chunky and clunky or something. Toasters. Well, they didn't. If they'd have done that, that'd have been funny. But what they it was just stupid. It's like, oh, really? You think that's you think somebody's gonna look at that and go, oh yeah, it's the best adjustable dumbbells built up for a reason. Absolutely. Okay. It's it's very durable. Well, we've had a lot of guests that are like, yeah, I'll throw them down on the ground or I'll bring them to the whatever, and they are super well, durable. we should be careful about saying that. So just the caveat there is you can't throw these things around like bean bags or bean whatever, cornhole toss. I mean, <laughs> cornhole. but yeah. you know, but they're not as durable as like the, the, the dumbbell probably at the gym where you just throw Absolutely. You know, but you, but my point is it, it's, it's still an exercise, piece of exercise equipment and there's some really fragile ones out there that aren't made by power blocks. That's correct. That's a better way of saying it is that if you buy a competitor and you kind of drop that thing from an inch off the ground, it might not work again. So just throwing go. that down. I'm not going to say a name. I'm not going to say they're down. chunky or clunky or whatever that, you know. We're, we're not going to smear them. Taking the high road. We're just going to uh, bust out some facts. Taking the high road. And Dan, note that. First time for everything, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm marking it on my calendar here. That <laughs> the high road, he said. <laughs> yeah. Oh, love it. Good for you, Jason. Yeah, well, I'm proud you know, of you. I'm, I'm learning and growing. Would be a good human. So no, but our, our guest is is what do you what what are you most excited about our guest? I know I ask that every time, but I always like to hear the answer because you dive deeper into the guests than I do, and I think that's actually good for the podcast. Yes, because you know that way you don't have two people over here who are like like you'll surprise them with I know your dog's name. <laughs> yeah, I love those. I love it when I surprise them with they're like I remember Joe does golf was like Geez, how do you know it's that borderline creepy stalky, but well, that's a, well yeah. <laughs> I'm I just kidding. like to be I'm thorough. I'm kidding. So what are you excited about? I'm actually really excited about talking nutrition with this cat. He's yeah. a certified nutrition specialist. Yeah. And I don't think we've had one of those on yet, along with a DNA-based trainer, weight management specialist. I mean, he's got a plethora of super cool things. So if you're listening, on. if listeners are, are going to benefit... Thanks for listening, by the way. They're going to benefit especially... Well, how are they going to benefit? If they're you're gonna, listening, what, sure. are, what are you going to get out of this? Well, we're going to ask him... Tons of things about, you know, what would you give tips and tricks about adding into your mm. nutrition? What does mm. your routine look like? There was actually a question with the holidays coming up. It's holiday season. It's the mm. holiday season. Yeah, yeah. I want to know what kind of food should we avoid? What can we replace them with? That kind of thing. He does a lot about mindset. He talks mm. a lot about breath work. I want to talk about breath work as well with him. Uh, he's got a lot of what great, is, great potential. What is, well, we can say this for him, but. What's breath work? Like what like what does that mean? Like, uh, like how to breathe different? Sure, yes, breathing through your nose. Really? Right with intention. It's I'm, just intentional breathing. I'm in, I'm breathing in into your belly rather than into your diaphragm. A lot of people I know you and I have already discussed this before. Breathing into your belly helps a lot more with circulation. I think helps I, to, I think I suck at breathing. I think this is I think I need to breathing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
I would, I would, let's ask him about it. Mm-hmm. Rock right. and roll. Let's get him on. Let's get it. You're listening to the More Than Just Dumbbells podcast, sponsored by PowerBlock. After the show, head on over to PowerBlock.com and check out the wide variety of adjustable dumbbells. Please, they pay our bills. We would appreciate it. And now, back to the podcast. We're, we're back, everybody, with Zico. Getting weird. Zico Powell, if I said the last name right. I Hi- apologize. I totally screwed it up in the beginning. Nobody knows that because that wasn't being recorded, but now you let on to that. Uh. So, Zico, good to see you. How you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you doing? We're doing wonderful. Living the dream. We are living the per dream. Huge. We're living the dream. The Where are you at? What part of the country are you in? I'm in wonder. Well... To be honest, I live in Apopka, Orlando, Florida. Okay. But when I say Apopka, nobody has a clue where that is. So Including I'm 20 me. minutes away from Orlando. 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 Florida. Love it. Okay. So you're near Orlando, and but that's not where you grew up. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Montego Bay, Jamaica. Ooh. 16 years. Nice. Awesome. Came here at 16? Came to the U.S. at 16? Yeah, my second time. First time I came when I was 12 in New York, then I moved back to Jamaica, and then I moved to to Alabama, of all Ooh. places, when I was 16. Really? And at what age did you move to Florida? Sorry to hear that. Yeah. I know, it still hurts. I have an <laughs> Alabama phone number, so I don't change it because I've had it for so long. But uh, yeah, it hurts, it hurts me every time I have to see that area code. Um, <laughs> Not a sweet home at no, all. I'm joking, of course. I'm joking, of course. Yeah. Alabama is a wonderful place. Alabama is a wonderful place. I'm a big Auburn fan. Go Tigers! Oh um, yeah, yeah. The uh, so that that wait wait wait. So Auburn is that is that Roll Tide or War Eagle? Which one is that? War Eagle, War Eagle or Tigers? Yeah, yeah. War I don't Eagle. Know how we have two names somehow? Yeah, but, you hate yeah. that. You hate to hear Roll Tide, but. So you were, let's talk, I'm sorry, were you in the middle? Did you? Go ahead. No, but you, what you? was it like growing up in Jamaica? Let's talk about that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, Growing up in Jamaica, it's an interesting experience. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's very community-based. To be honest, I grew up really poor. When I say poor, I mean two, it's, it was seven of us in a two-bedroom apartment. Mm-hmm. But being, being in that kind of environment, you learn to appreciate people, and you also learn to appreciate what you have <laughs> and, and yeah. live with, uh, with what you don't have, so... But it was really good. I mean, growing up, I was, I was an active child. I, I had a lot of close friends. And uh, it was, I have to say that if I had to go back and change my, if I had the opportunity to go back and change my childhood, I would never do it. Awesome. When you came to the United States, I have some notes here that Kitty found about you. She likes to do a oh, deep I'm dive. I'm a deep I'm diver. Don't be scared. Don't that be scared. You were, you were 16, which you confirmed, but you were five foot 11, 113 pounds. And I'm guessing that was there was something about that because that that's a pretty skinny kid, I guess, for lack of a better phrase. And then you got into fitness at 18. Is that accurate? Talk about that. That you know, being being that tall, skinny kid, and at 16. Yeah, I was I was skinny even for a Jamaican. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's saying a lot. So when I first came to US, of course, people here are naturally bigger. And I remember my cousin made a joke to me. She said. What are they feeding these Hercules over here? <laughs> like, everybody's so much bigger. And but I, a couple of years later, I really don't know if it's 18 or 19, but it's somewhere around that point. I got into fitness because I wanted to bulk up, as any skinny kid would want to, right? Look yeah. like a wire. And then over the years, I, I yo-yoed a lot because you no, know, being young, you take advantage of it. You know, you know what? I'm just gonna put on some muscle, 
get get some gain some fat. I'll shred for the summertime, you know, kind of do my thing. And it became a back and forth, back and forth thing. But in the beginning, for most people's idea, trying to lose weight for me was how can I actually put on muscle? And so I guess you would call me uh, a hard gainer. Got it. Yeah. What do you feel? So with your yo-yoing, when you work with clients now, you have a, a massive list of awesomeness that you are like a certified nutrition therapist certified everything with your yo-yoing in your young age how does that now help you to help your clients to stay away from yo-yo because it helps me to understand their mindset i realize that a lot of us and this is by the way the premise behind the zico health show is because a lot of us have a mindset of you know what i'll gain some weight over the christmas holiday time right and then I'll lose it getting ready for the summer. Or, you know, I want to fit in my boy shorts or I want to fit in my bikini or my Speedo or whatever, right? So, you know, it's, it's, it's the mindset is the first thing I have to attack. I know, Kitty, you like that, didn't you? It's yes, the, speedo, the boy it's shorts the and the Speedo. Absolutely. Oh, it's the boy shorts. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's the mindset I first have to attack because I realized that my mindset was very poor growing up as far as like when I got into fitness because I was only thinking about the exterior. I was only thinking about what I look. Wasn't thinking about the flexibility of my metabolism. I wasn't thinking about my gut bacteria. I wasn't thinking about the health problems of eating a bunch of crap and how it's gonna affect me years later. I mean, it, I would go to the gym and then drive over to Wendy's and be like, you know what, I'm skinny anyway, I'll be fine. And <laughs> just kept doing that. You're not alone. So I had to address the mindset with my clients that it comes to yo-yo dieting because if I don't address that, they will constantly go back and forth. So then that's when I take a deep dive. My clients that I interview say that the gut health guy, that's what they call me, mm. because that's primarily where my focus is, is the health of your gut, the health of your mitochondria, the, the bacteria that you have, how your body operates with food, what gut enzymes do you have? Because you may be on a keto diet, but don't have enough lipase to really break down fats like you should, or you may have non-alcoholic um, fatty liver disease where you don't need to be on a keto diet, where more, 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 a lot of dietitians and nutritionists will say. So I have to address those and knowing that I used to have that problem, being able to recognize it is really where it starts. You mentioned so I you, can address it. You mentioned your Zico Health Show, your podcast. What kind of topics would you say that you most cover or do you have guests on your podcast if if i had a listener that's like hey i want to i want to kind of ch check out this guy how would they find you and what can they expect by listening to your podcast the zico health show is a bunch of awesomeness that's what i've heard that's just, uh, that, you know that's and you know they may be lying to you but it's really my focus is to help the everyday person it's for the everyday person who wants to lose weight to have no idea how to do it because the issue that I realize in most people is just is recognition. Like we want to lose weight. Most of us want to look great. We want that six pack, want that eight pack. Well, shoot, I want that twelve pack if I can have Get it. it. But most of us just don't know how to do it, so we give up. Right? It's a lack of knowledge. So I have solo shows where I talk about the basics. So like my very first episode I launched last year was how to begin your weight loss journey. My next episode was on nutrition and how to set up your nutrition, how to start just from the basics without knowing your health problems, anything else, just the basics of what you need to know. Now, as time goes along, I have a large network of like nutritionists, dietitians, doctors, so on and so forth. And then I bring them on to address different issues. We talk about insulin resistance. Then so episodes I may talk about, we talk about gut health. We talk about the enzymes that you that your body may or may not have 
how to recognize if you have certain if you've never been diagnosed but yet you're feeling a certain way how to recognize that you may have certain problems so I bring my expertise as far as the nutrition side as far as the training side but then I bring on experts that are even beyond me nice. so they can give you what you actually need so you can look at it and you may listen to an episode and say man I, I I never realized that before you know I have my energy levels is low maybe I need to get this checked you know, um, like the last interview that I did, which is going to be up in a few weeks, I recorded it's an episode a week, and I had Michelle um, Rothstein on there, and she's a she's a dietitian, and she's a dietitian, and we call her the heart doctor, mm. and we got into type of diets that people get into that impacts their heart. If you're trying to lose weight, should you be on keto? Things to recognize why why you may not need to be on keto. The ways that you can actually adjust your lifestyle, your vagus tone, your vagus nerve, your parasympathetic versus your sympathetic nervous system. How all those is impact. So we take complex science, I should say, and break it down so you can really understand it. That's massive. So Zico, what is your your education background? Then did you go to college? Do you have a degree? I have a couple because I realized later on in life what I really want to do. Um, there's a story behind that. Oh, by the way, before I move on, I'll say this. Zika Health Show is on Spotify, Google, Amazon, and Apple Podcasts. Take it. Go ahead, cool. listen, and subscribe. Give your boy five stars. But back to the regular scheduled programming. So I, I have a couple. I came to U.S. first, and I spoke Spanish, because not because Jamaicans speak Spanish, just because I... I just like Spanish. And I didn't know what to major in. I was 16. And my parents was like, well, you got to major in something. And I said, well, you know, I don't know, Spanish. So maybe I could be a translator or something, which I get. I was already, I was already fluent. So for me, it was like, you know, I could sleep in classes and pass. But then after I graduated, I taught Spanish for a couple of years. And I was like, yeah, I, I don't want to do this. And then I moved to Florida. And after I moved to Florida, I, I started working at a benefits company. And I'm naturally good at math. So I went back, studied economics, graduated, and I uh, work at a at a brokerage company. But then how I really found what I loved was I was on three medications. Um, I was on medications for my asthma and my allergies. First, I was on one, just for my asthma. But our allergies and my asthma used to get so bad, I would leave work, and days I would have to stay in the house, stay away from the pollen and everything else. And one day I said to my doctor, look, I can't keep taking these medicines. I'm in my mid-30s. And if I keep doing this, I'm going to be on medications the rest of my life. Mm. In fact, I'm probably on five, six, seven, eight in the next five years. But the doctor, of course, what are they going to say, right? Take your medicine. So I was like, okay. I was like, okay, I'm not, I, can't, I can't do this. So I started studying gut health without any certifications or anything. I started reading. I started listening to funny how that works out. And I started learning about the health of my gut. I started learning about lectins. I started learning about leaky gut, which, of course, back then was still not widely acceptable. And I'm a natural skeptic, so I'm like, I don't know about this. But when I started making the changes that, that from what I was reading, I started feeling better. My gut started feeling better. I actually started getting sensitive to my body. Long story short, not going to bore, bore everybody with the whole story. It's been over two and a half years. And this March coming out, it's going to make it three years. Haven't renewed my medication. Mm. Haven't had any allergy problems. Haven't, haven't had an asthma attack or anything. My blood pressure was to be... 130, like over like 135 or more over 85, 86. Now it's within a normal range of like under 120 to 125, under 75 for the most for most days. I used to have bad eczema. I don't have eczema problems anymore. 
So when those changes started to happen, I was like, you know what? This is what this is what people need to know because I made changes because I started to learn. But if I didn't have access to that information, I wouldn't be able to make changes. So that's when I went back, started studying fitness, Dig started it. studying nutrition, and started learning more and more so I can help others. And Congratulations on that, today. on three years, brother. That's awesome. So that, that's awesome, Zico. There's there's at least, there's two things I want to touch on before we get to trip, and then we can always have you back on in the future because there's a lot of lot of questions, a lot I of have things. So that many have. questions for you. Yeah, and so little time. But you do you think? I, I, you took some notes on this. And I think this is from Zico. Do you do you think it's uh, important for people to get sun between six a.m. and nine a.m.? I believe so, definitely. That's and one why? of the most crucial benefits. Because so I live in a three-stage process. I look at anecdotal evidence, I look at scientific studies, and I look at ancestral living. And my humble opinion is anybody who only looks at one of those three has never worked. And if they have, then uh, it's scary. Because you have to look, because you can find studies that say honey nut Cheerios are good for you, right? So you have to look at all three. However, it's important to get sun early in the morning because of your circadian clock. Your circadian rhythm is what wakes you up in the morning and it sets you for the rest of the day. So when you get early morning sun and you ha- your eyes hit that sun, it's then telling you, okay, it's morning time and it starts that clock. But the thing about what people realize is we think circadian rhythm is just for sleep. It manages oxidative stress. It manages inflammation. It manages your energy levels. It manages your it balances your hormones like your melatonin and so mm-hmm. on and so forth. And just to add to that, because I don't want to keep this going for way too long, but getting the up exposure to the red light is very important from the sun as well. That rising sun, it really helps with reducing inflammation. And that's why in, in mental health. And that's why now a lot of doctors and, and, and mental health ex, health experts use photobiomodulation to help their clients, which is the red light, the red light therapy to help their clients. So because they realize that the importance of getting that exposure. Wow. No, that, no, that's awesome. I, I think that that makes sense. It's harder to do year round in Minnesota than it probably is in other states, but Florida, it, I'm sure it's much I, easier. I, you know, it is, it sounds a big deal. Absolutely. I want to talk then a little bit before we get to trivia about breath work. Yes. And well, I'll actually let Kitty take it from here. Yes. Okay. So I've been trying to teach or or tell Jason the amazing benefits of breath work. And I I really wanted to ask what are the benefits of breath work when it comes to fat loss in your your expertise? In my humble opinion, I should say that breath work helps with the, with your, your, it helps, it has, helps with your vagus tone. Okay, and your vagal tone is very important because it helps with the, it, that controls your autonomic nervous system. So your autonomic nervous system basically have two important branches. We have your parasympathetic and then your sympathetic. Your sympathetic is your fight or flight. Parasympathetic is your rest or digest. Mm-hmm. Now, breath work. If you're const, if you if you're constantly in a state of stress and you don't practice proper breath work, then what happens? is that your, it, it upregulates your autonomic nervous system, which would be your sympathetic nervous system. A lot of people don't realize that because we eat very fast, we move very fast. We're in a society where we're constantly stimulated. Russian. So when we're, like for example, most of us eat in a sympathetic state, which is our fight or flight. I don't know about you, but I don't fight when I eat. You know, I don't go on guard and then have a you know, sandwich and keep moving. So I try to eat in a rest and digest Hang state. So that's where breath work is important. <laughs> 
And then not to get into the whole science behind it, but that's where that is important there. Now, there are other reasons for, for breath work, and that would be nitric oxide, which also a production of nitric oxide can also help with blood pressure. So it does have an impact there as well. Also, too, breathing with your diaphragm, because our bodies have two oxygen receptors, but it has hundreds of CO2 receptors. So by not properly using your diaphragm and nose breathing and properly practicing breath work, we can tend, which most of us do, release a lot of CO2, which our body actually needs to operate. So like mm. now for me, when I train, even if I'm running really fast, you know, I'm running for miles, I'm playing soccer for hours, I don't open my mouth unless I have to talk. And I even try to minimize that. So th now this is this is fascinating to yes. me. So one more follow-up question on that. What, where would you recommend somebody start with learning breath work? Is there is there a book? Is there a resource? Is it is there Google this? I mean, what is it simple? Yes and no. Most things are simple, to be honest. I always say I would say to start with breath work, you don't even need a specialist. Just go to YouTube and look up a meditation meditation and start there. Right. Learn just learning how to be self aware is the first step. Dig it. Being knowing what because then you're gonna realize, hmm. I've been a shallow chest breather all my life. So that's the first step. The next step is that uh, there are really good books on the topic. To be honest, I don't work with this gentleman, but James Nestor has a book called Breathe. Yes, I have and it. And it's a fantastic, yeah, right? It's it a is. fantastic book on the topic. So I would say that would be the next step, but spend the first time learning and being aware, becoming aware, and then you start to get into actual techniques. Did you, did you just call me shallow? How do you know? How did you know that? Uh, shallow just breathing. Kidding. So hey, the, uh, all those things. who told those you? Things. As deep as a mud puddle. Hey, this is fascinating, and we'll get you. We're going to get you on again. But Bef before we go into trivia, though, gonna, I just uh, wanted to uh, mention his his website oh, has yeah, yeah. tons of tips and tricks yes. on um, how to increase energy naturally. A lot of nutrition that I saw. A lot of uh, recipes. I can't wait to try the the zippy lemon vinaigrette that you have on there that you just posted. And then also the second thing, I wanted you to smile for the camera because you have a million dollar smile. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. I wanted to compliment you on that. So, ZicoHealth.com, Z-E-C-O, ZicoHealth.com. Boom. Got yeah, it. And for, the, and for, the, for the rest of the year, I'm posting a recipe every month. I showed my client, David, that requested it. He said, I need to know what to eat the rest of the month for the holidays. And then from that point out, I started posting recipes. So, right. go and subscribe so you get your recipes. Dig it. I Love sure it. Will. Thank you, Zico. All right. Stay, hey, stay Thank tuned. We, we're going to... We're gonna have a little contest, I guess. I suppose it. you could call it that. You've been wiping I, the I floor with everybody. If I, yeah, I just, I'm dominating. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Dan, I'm are you ready for some now. trivia? I'm ready. It's time for the fitness inquisition. No one ever expects the fitness inquisition. All right, I had to swap the camera around here a little bit so I can. Uh, kill the monitor uh -oh. Um, oh no! to Jason and Kitty so they can't see the answers. So, all right. So basically, here's how it's going to work. I've got five questions for you, and they are fitness-related questions. And when I say fitness-related, I could mean loosely related. So, but we're going to go ahead with these. And the way this is going to work is your name is your buzzer. So what that means is shout out your name. First name I hear... I'm going to turn that uh, question over to you, and you have the opportunity to answer that. If you get it right, we'll let you know. If you get it wrong, we'll embarrass you. So no pressure whatsoever. So None. If you guys are ready? Ready. Ready. All right. Zico, you ready? That's rock and roll. All right. Dig here it. we go. 
First question. What three muscles are being worked in the bench press? Jason. Jason. Biceps, brachii, pectoralis major, and deltoid. Fr- fr- uh, fr- uh, front deltoid. That is correct. Yeah. Nice job, Jay. <laughs> okay. Wow. He was a quick. He was quick on that. that was Quickie. Question number two. On the average, how many calories are in a human pound of fat? Jason. Jason? <clears throat> 3,500. Oh, yes. That is correct. He's on a roll today. This me? is incredible. He is killing me. This is me. dumb. <laughs> okay. Hey. I think you guys talk before we get here. This is no. The, the more the more kinesiology nutrition questions he asks, the better I yeah. am. Go back to we, Richard we, Simmons, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Question number three. Now I apologize if I, if I pronounce this gentleman's name wrong, so please forgive me. Adolf Ketlet devised a method to assess the appropriate weight for a person of a certain height. What system did he come up? Jason. With? <sighs> Jason. The BMI system. Yeah. What? Could you give someone else a shot? No, that is correct. Wow, Jason. Didn't he win then? The He's board. got three out of five. He's already got three. Yeah, it's so over. yeah, the, it's over. The last two questions are for fun. Dundee crocodile. All right, I'm pretty sure Jason won't get this one, but who knows? If he does, we'll we'll laugh at him. What exercise device was promoted by Susan Jason Summers? <sighs> Thigh master. Oh, that I don't know. <laughs> you couldn't even give me a shot, ma'am. Jeez. I'm going for the five. Shot at I'm going for five in a row. Wow. Oh Sorry, my Sorry, Zico. Welcome to the show. All right. The final question here. Alfred Hitchcock, the master of suspense, who terrified audiences with movies like Psycho and The Birds, considered himself an ovophobe. What is and Kitty. Ovophobe. Kitty? Afraid of birds. No? All right. Good guess. Jason. Jason? I think he was, uh, ovophobe would be afraid of uh, fat people. That is incorrect as well. I don't know. <laughs> Zico, do you have a guess? I have a guess, but it's definitely an incorrect answer. It's afraid of oboes. I will accept the Latin version of that, which is correct. It is the fear of eggs. Yeah, dang it. Obo, that makes sense. All right, I'll turn it back over to you guys. Wow. Wow. If you're going to get it wrong, might as well. Might as well rock it. Nice job, Zico. Uh, Hey, that that was good. So we get you back on sometime, brother? I got pages and notes for you. We would like to. Hey, look at that. Yeah, camera. there they are. There's all the freaking fracking answers. Um, oh yeah, anterior. You gave me you gave me frontal deltoid anterior. Thank you. That was that, that was close enough. Zico, we'd love to have you back yeah, on hey, sometime. Appreciate your time. We we'll get there you back is. on. We want to talk more about. Well, gosh, a lot of stuff. Yeah, I guess. absolutely. But uh, one more one more uh, time. How do we find you on the podcast? It's on uh, Spotify, Google, Amazon, or Apple Podcasts. It's the Zico Health Show. Zico is Z E C O. Awesome. Zico Health is one word. ZicoHealth.com. You're awesome, man. You You're doing it. Thanks we for your it. time. Appreciate appreciate everything you do for everybody. We'll catch you soon. Uh, thank you so appreciate much. Appreciate your expertise, catch brother. Catch you soon. Thank you. Bye. So that you know th- that's definitely a podcast Record. that I'm gonna have to check out. Absolutely. I mean, he's got over 500 five star reviews, so it must not suck. Yeah.
Speaking of that, if you want to give us a review. Five stars would it, be nice. It would be awesome. It does mean a lot. Um, Absolutely, it does. Because it's and one we of, see every single well, one Well, it's of one them. of those things where it's momentum. So if you don't, like we have maybe 10, 15 reviews. And 11. But we used to, early on for like the first four months, we had two. Yeah, I remember. And it's kind of an exponential. So if you help us out, we get to 20, 30 is going to come quicker, 60 is going to come quicker, Makes 100. Sense. And then all that means is we don't ever stop the podcast because people are, that it's going to get in front of more people and we get more listeners and Power Block is happy and they keep paying our bills and all that stuff. So, yeah. Power Block. Heard Thanks, of, Power Block. We're sponsored by Power Block. Check yeah. us out, powerblock.com slash podcast. We also have a blog mm. that I know Chris Proctor. He's mm. he's the Joyce of Cooking. She's got recipes as well mm. on there. And also we have a bunch of cool affiliate partners as yeah. well. You can check out. We've had most of them on our podcast if you want to go look at that. Yeah. So, hey, here's uh, from four out of five to Kitty Trout. Would you get zero? Did you get uh, any? No? I'm going to punch you after Still like done. you. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Support, subscribe, share. Thank you so much for being a part of the Powerblock squad. We appreciate you being here. We appreciate your listens. Got some cool guests coming up. We got, what's, what is it, Nat? What's her name? The one? Nat Newhart? Yeah, that's going to be exciting. Yes. She's she's brilliant. Or so, seems like she's got a- We got Dave the podcast guy. And then we got, then we got the guy who helped us with the podcast. There's two, that's a two-parter there, or two two big things. If you're interested or ever thought about starting a podcast, he's going to give some nice free advice yes. on how you do that. And then he's also going to talk about some of his new health, some of his health issues and how he- Let's just put it this way. He was in a, a bike accident, and he's had some issues, and nutrition was part of it. And Very he cool. Kind of, he kind of a wake-up call, and it's like a 50-year-old. Like I like wake-up calls. Yeah. Yes. So Also, be- if you have a story, my story, at powerblock.com, if you have any yeah. type of you know, awesome results yeah. Yeah. or any benefits yeah. from utilizing any power block yeah. kettlebells or dumbbells, yeah. let us know. Send us a cool little... It can be anonymous, yeah. and it doesn't have to be huge. You don't have to lose 50 pounds. You yeah. can just have confidence or, or really starting to yeah. dig yourself a lot more. So We're my up. story at powerblock.com would be the place to send that. Do it. Peeps. All right. Have a great week, Jay. Thanks, everybody. See Peace you next out. time.